0: We were out before you came. Exactly.
1: Alright, uh, cool. I'm talking. Well, uh, that, that was more for that was more welcome. for myself that time.
0: Lie, you need it. Okay. Yeah, I need it. Yeah. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number
1: fifty three. How is everyone doing? Fifty three, boy. Every time we say the number at the beginning of the episode, it always it always surprises me that we have made it this far. Hopefully, we can, Hopefully yeah, we can another, continue.
0: Hopefully, another
2: can Daniel, it looks a... like your hair's growing. Yeah. <laughs> I've like got a tan as well. <laughs> <laughs> You've, been out in like the
1: sun.
0: You've
2: been out I, in the I, sun. I, I wasn't I was, I was at the weekend, yeah. Last weekend.
1: Daniel, did you did you do that shape up yourself this time? Which shape up? Have you touched it? I haven't like, touched the, my hair. No. no. At, at all? No. <laughs> Seriously, it looks like there was a little. Nah, okay, cool.
0: No. No? No, that's it. Cool. Pabilo, how are you? How have you been?
3: Yeah, not bad. Managing. Um, just the focus is obviously on the fast. Uh, I think we're just over halfway. So I shouldn't say we're looking forward to the end because that's not really how we should focus. But you are. <laughs> but we, there is part of us, there's part of us that is. I, I think it's just more because you just can't, you just can't, your productivity are not the same, just in general. So, um you know you're having to fight with that but it's 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 um it's going well it's going well we're um I think myself Shua a couple of others we're we're consistently um uh, doing it managing it um and our record right now is like 17 and oh so we're going strong so it's yeah. good.
1: And you you've you've grown uh I don't know if I should start calling you Imam Pabila because shake uh, shake of Sheikh,
3: Sheikh, Sheikh the law shake of the law <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying it's from far it can
1: work but when you get up close you can see the patches so I mean at least, at least at if least, if we were to rate it just on the video it looks alright looks good just
2: get a felt like a tip just get a felt tip get a felt
1: tip like he did with them have you
2: seen that video of
3: that guy in America that did the felt tip with his whole forehead it was on a TV
0: programme that's what you should do with your bed. I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you after this. I've seen, I'll see. You, I'll see you there. And if you well, you're staying safe. Everyone's staying safe. Obviously, we're still in lockdown period. Corona season. Is everyone safe? Oh, yeah, maybe
3: just well, I, I quickly. I want to add actually. Um, so I'm back to work, I'm back to work oh, as of last week's Thursday. Congress. So, um, I'm back to my I'm not sure if we should
0: congratulate you or say you're back, you're back into I'm, the slavery. I'm back to my <laughs> responsibilities.
3: I think I think actually that could be a episode uh for uh, the next agenda for the next episode in terms of what it was like and lessons learned mm. from a lifestyle standpoint. How long um, were
0: you off work for?
3: Uh, from the middle of about five months.
1: Five months. Wow. Five months. So, I kind of, lot- of this is- I decided. Uh, you could do that and talk about also the general idea of paternity leave and everything like that. Yeah, yeah it's a good idea. It's a good idea. That would be really
0: good, interesting. I want to know how it felt. know, eh, nah, but you wake up early all the time, so it doesn't. Like, but it still, it doesn't, there was. It wasn't. It wasn't what. Uh, there was a lot of
3: learnings. Uh, mm. So that's. It's, it's worth sharing. So yeah, back to work. Um, so staying indoors now is going to be different for me. That's cool, cool. Oliver, how are you? How are you doing?
0: Good, can't, complain. So, can't so complain. I know
1: you can't. Com- I think we all know from the previous episodes where you can't complain during lockdown period. You, we know you got a nice little setup, so <laughs> I'm, I'm, not I'm, I'm not following. I'm not following. <laughs> yeah, I'm not following. <laughs>
0: um, but let's just skip over that. <laughs> no. So on this episode, um, there was an announcement on the second of May from Warren Buffett um, in the annual meeting. So the Berkshire. Halfway's annual meeting where they mentioned that they were dumping four of the... Correction. Stocks.
2: It wasn't but, an annual meeting. I, just, I wanted to point it out, and just prove you wrong. It wasn't his
0: annual meeting. It was the annual share meeting. Annual meeting was, it was April. April. So what was the meeting for? It was just a, It was just an impromptu meeting. No, it wasn't. They it had was... the annual shareholders meeting. Let me okay. confirm it to you. Okay, go on. I'm going to go right to Google right now. Okay, go on. And we can answer this question right now. The Person
3: that loses has to. What does that
0: say, Daniel? This is what happens when you Google. I can't see. I can't see. I can't see. I can't see. So you could just go straight into Google. Oh. When is Berkshire? out give
3: myself in um, 50 each. Yeah, deal. <laughs> deal. And we'll give the money. We'll give the money to
1: charity. Just I can confirm. Just it. It. Basically, said, Apple?
0: Warren Apple. Buffett.
1: Warren Buffett made the announcement at the firm's virtual annual shareholders meeting. Ish. This is awkward. This is awkward. Oh, yeah, I stand corrected. your research? I stand corrected. <laughs> okay. So I think in that case, um, in conclusion, I stand Dan, corrected. That's a nice yeah.
3: way of basically saying.
1: P, what did, was, P what, what did you say the person who was wrong had
3: to do? So Daniel got to give us £50 pound each. Give it to charity. Solid deal. Great. Thanks, Dan. Look cool. forward to
0: it. Um, so like I was saying, so it was the annual meeting where um, Warren Buffett came out with a big announcement and he said that they were going to release and sell their position in four major um, airlines. So they had airlines in Delta, Southwest, um, United, and also American Airways. Airlines. Sorry. Um, so they decided, you know what, we're going to sell all their positions in these stocks. And I just thought it would be a good conversation for us to have, have in terms of what was the lessons learned and why we think he made those decisions, especially in the in the season that we're in right now with Corona and sort of the reduced volume in airlines. So stay tuned and let's get started.
2: I I was it's because I thought of his annual letter which was on the 3rd of March. That's why I thought I got the letter in the meeting uh, mixed up. Still got a pair of
3: 50 pound big boy. (laughs) (laughs) Big belly, rude (laughs) boy. I like that. I stand stand corrected.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So um, where were you guys when you heard this announcement? For me, it was all over. Like my manager sent it to me. My brother sent it to me because I just recently purchased um, Delta um, airline shares. So as soon as this announcement came out, I was just blasted with a bunch of messages. So did you guys hear about this straight away? Or was it just something that you found out over
3: a period of time. So I I found I found out through you um making this an episode and then I'd done a bit of research. But then mm-hmm. the thing is I think one inter- one interesting point was prior to prior to him making that decision, did he not just sort of recently buy a bunch of stock in which of the airlines? Yeah, that, one was, of the, that, that was the no, one I was
2: talking about the annual letter. So he spent yeah. what well, nearly uh he spent forty five million on nearly one million shares of Delta stock. Forty five yeah. million million dollars million. Million for one million shares
0: of the stock, yeah. yeah. So he had just increased his position in in Delta just recently, the beginning of this year. And then, obviously, the the crash in March happened, so it had a massive impact on a lot of the airlines, and then all of a sudden you heard him say, I'm getting rid of all my positions and all these shares. So what about the rest of you guys? Did you just hear it from the episode, or Daniel, I'm sure, you probably, because of work and stuff. Well, no, no,
2: I, well, I heard about it from you. I, I heard about... I. Heard about when he increased his stock in March mm. um, to own 11.2 percent stake of the company, but when yeah. he sold, it, I wasn't. I think there was a whole load of airline news anyway. Before that, there's also, mm. we well, sure, I'm sure, we'll touch on it. Is the Virgin Atlantic job losses and all of what Richard Branson had come out to say? But this particular story, I hadn't heard of it until you had um, shared it with us.
0: Mm-hmm. And yeah,
1: Shua- I think, yeah, I think from my side, um, it, it came on my radar before just from. I'm generally browsing um, the news, especially just following what Warren Buffett does, anyway. Um, But it's it's not. I I hadn't invested in any of the airlines myself, so Mm -hmm. it was interesting. The people that had mentioned it to you, Olu, did they also invest in the airlines themselves, or did they know that you had invested? Is that why they had shared the? Yeah, so they knew I had invested in Delta, especially after I waited until
0: after the airline Delta crashed, right after March. Yeah. And then what, I decided what? to invest in, in them. So I'd had conversations it? with my brother. Um, so it was more of a joking jest where he was like, oh, are you going to double down now, now that Warren Buffett's out of it? Because a lot so, of people follow Warren Buffett's investments, right?
3: Mm-hmm. So what, 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 let me ask a question. What was your reason for investing in the first place? Just because basically the
0: stock had tanked. So the stock had tanked. Mm-hmm. To um, So I, first I was saying, okay, it's undervalued in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I still believe that it's going to be a recovery, right? Most of the stock investments I have are more long-term. So is the volume of um, flights going to be at this capacity for the future? No, it's going mm. to recover. Um, and then secondly, due to the fact that one buffer had invested at a higher price, right, I was like, okay, this is a great time to take opportunity or take, um, take advantage um, of someone smarter than me making an investment and I'm able to get into that. Um, into that deal at a lower price, so that was my logic.
3: So I guess, I guess um, maybe you, then you can share sort of your learnings from. Hmm. Um, would you? St- I guess would you still do? Would you? Had he pulled out or
0: not? Would you have still invested? Would you? I, I guess you still, still holding in. your stock. I'm, st- I'm still holding my stock, and so I think for one of the first lessons I was um, that I learned from it. I think he was over overexposed to that industry, right? like most of the time people will invest in the top one or top two um, companies in a particular industry. He had decided to invest in four companies in the same industry. So Mm. yes, you can't predict a pandemic, right? You can't predict that the volume of flights is going to tank to the rates where pretty much planes are not flying, right? In certain countries, you could never predict that. But when you're heavily invested in one space, then that, that impact is just going to multiply. So you could take that to any sort of investments that you have. Is like one of the fundamental rules is don't have all your eggs in one basket. Obviously, mm-hmm. Warren Buffett is a billionaire. There's not all his eggs, right? But he had a large population position. position in this particular industry, right? I only own one airline, so for me, it's not. I can offset that loss through my other investments and other industries that I'm in. So that was one of the lessons I basically learned from this, right? Is don't heavily put all your eggs in one basket. So I know you deal in property, Pete. So if all you're doing is property, what happens when there's a a housing market? And it How how does that put? How does that how does that reflect on your investments, right? So I think that was one of the big things I learned from it.
2: Imagine if he actually sold all his shares because it was yeah. American Airlines united Airlines Southwest and Delta yeah and what he and Berkshire Hathaway reported on and nick a quarter loss of forty billion
3: hmm.
2: um $50 dollars billion, billion in one quarter that's crazy is
3: it yeah there's a couple of, uh, one on one hand you could probably say him taking that him taking that position he's telling us something that we're about to find out mm-hmm. uh maybe he has some more information that the rest of us on the other hand perhaps. Because obviously, you know, he's got a a huge portfolio. He probably sees that part of his portfolio as the slowest to realise a a level of upside. Mm. So maybe it's not as concerning as maybe it it comes across. Just for him, it doesn't make sense having anything there because it takes some effort to sort of have his team manage it, overlook it. Um, So perhaps he's looking to push that money elsewhere. But it doesn't necessarily mean that the airline industry is completely dead. Does that make sense? It's it's a bit like... It's, it's
2: it's 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 his position and it's his... I guess his ethos into investing because he's one who said he's not going to fund a company that's going to chew up money on a um, at a later stage. So he's thinking mm. about long term. So right mm. now, if they've got such a huge stake, every single day that he holds that position, his net return is going to be negative. But mm. if it does pick up in two years, three years, maybe he breaks even in five because he's got such a large stake. His exposure is also high. So for mm. him to recoup his initial investment or his initial, um, yeah, his initial investment it'll take a long time. With mm-hmm. someone who like Oli, who isn't going to invest millions, what, 45 million um, dollars.
0: Don't no, watch my pocket. You don't know not how much <laughs> I, I <believe>. watch <laughs> my,
2: But the
3: thing I is I mean, Daniel, that,
2: Warren Buffett why... invested 45 million. If you invested that money, you'll be
3: on the news. Who is this guy that's <laughs> some yeah, money yeah, laundering yeah, that yeah. has invested 45 million? <laughs> this my... but the thing is But source of income. The thing is, Daniel, to your point here, yeah, that's like, he is a long-term uh, shareholder. So he holds, mm-hmm. he, he, I mean, I don't know what his average... Uh, Stockholding is per company, but um it's almost like the move he's made is almost he's lost confidence in the entire industry completely. But he's is also... that is that the signal he's sending, or is but he just basically yes. saying?
2: But, I is... think that is. Go but also at the same time, he hasn't. This isn't an, uh, an industry he's well versed in. He's only been invested mm. in this for four years. It's relatively no, new no. to him.
0: So he actually invested. There was an airline that he invested three decades ago called um, U.S. Airline or Air, right? Where he made a massive loss, right? And he, after he made a massive loss in that investment, he had previously said he doesn't like airlines. He's like, I don't like airlines. I don't like air comp- airline companies. And after all these, like all these uh, airlines started coming out, you know, the new wave of airlines like Southwest, these sort mm-hmm. of more budget, so, yeah, low budget yeah. most carriers. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah. like, okay, this maybe is to Boston. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. This might be an industry change. Maybe I want to move into this. They're showing that they can make revenue. But then this happened, obviously, which he couldn't have predicted. But previously, he did say that he didn't like airline companies. And maybe he should have followed his gut. Maybe someone Mm. in the company was more looking at the numbers,
1: right? Charlie should have spoken
0: up, man. Charlie should have spoken up. Yeah, (laughs) Charlie. Yeah,
1: I think he's like, how old is he? He's like 93 or 94 now. He didn't even make it to that virtual uh, shareholders meeting. No, they have to keep
0: him safe. Yeah. Yeah. Away from it. No, one question. So, one thing I wanted to find out from you guys, right, is why do you think he or is there something that we can learn about how quickly he made that decision? And because I think one of the parts that I struggle with investments and maybe you can even look at the broader side of it is it's pulling up. admitting you're wrong. Yeah. There's only one person on the court. <laughs> that's that's a father. <laughs> this guy, man. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to take it away. Come go on,
3: come go on. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't pull out with my investments. <laughs> I leave it in. There's a question
0: where it's like, he was... the <laughs> nice. I think she was not just... she sure. was no, sure, trying to hold it, it for I'll so hold long. It. I want
1: to yeah, produce.
3: No, I want to no, no, multi- no. multiply. I want to multiply. Oh, look, didn't <laughs> i give you
0: that challenge to do to multiply <laughs> come on <laughs> go ahead go, ahead go ahead, go so, ahead go ahead there's a good like a good lesson you can learn is he realized that he had made a mistake per se or that either he wasn't going to generate the amount of return he wanted on this investment and he quickly moved out of his p- position so like he put his hand up and said hey i made a mistake when he had just recently invested he knows that the public the public are going to be all over him. The media is going to be looking at it. They're going to say, oh, is he past his best? Is he too old? All of these noise But he said, I don't care about that. And I'm going to pull out all of these investments. Is there something that we can learn up on that side?
3: Yeah, I just just one point. Just Do you think there's more to it than that? We can get on to the learnings because you rarely hear uh, Buffett taking a position and then reversing that position. Like... It, a lot of hours of of work and analysis goes into why we should invest. Yeah, I think I don't know if it's I don't know if you. Can but in all those
0: in all those calculations, calculation. right? None of those calcula- calculations would have predicted a pandemic, right? Yeah, I think, yeah, Sorry, this was the timing of the okay, Black Swan. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. okay I, I okay. think
1: I think I think for, for me it probably indicates how how unpredictable the period that we're going into is actually going to be because if I'm, if a person with a hundred billion dollars plus cash try to take a big bet on an industry that will still be around but obviously no one knows what in what shape or form it will be still around in um for him to take that big bet and then pull out i think it is if you put the personal learnings to one side i think just as an industry no one has a clue what it's going to look like in six months no one has any idea how many people will be traveling what that would look like what the planes would even look like um and right now, it's just too early to tell. And you could probably apply that same theory across the whole stock market at the moment. Even though numbers are all going up, unemployment is sky high. No one's open for business. But then the stock prices are reaching all-time highs for some companies. So it just, I think it just all defies logic. So I think he just thought, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold on to my $100 billion plus cash and sit it out.
2: And just be- And just because he sold it doesn't mean he's right. Mm. He agreed. Yeah, he's yeah. he, he's taken his own personal position of pulling out of his out of airlines mm. because he just he feels that he shouldn't. One thing mm. I know is he will never make any investment on an emotion on a, on, a mm. on emotion. So him pulling out doesn't mean think he doesn't mean he's right. There are also mm. other analysts on in in the industry who think that they view the airline industry different differently to how he has mm-hmm. because we don't know because once. Airline restrictions have been lifted, borders, you know, are back to as normal as can be. People will still fly. People Mm. will still fly. Whether you like or not. Businesses has to business has to continue. Transatlantic flights for companies, for you know, the C suite people will still happen.
1: Yeah. People are
2: itching for holiday. People are even saving right now for like have a double summer twenty twenty one. We don't know.
1: Oh mate. Whole (laughs) summer, planning a four month
0: holiday. So Daniel, I I agree with you exactly in terms of just because he pulled out doesn't mean he made the right decision. It might be the right decision for him, right? Yeah. But depending on when you purchase, right? If you were someone that would purchase after it crashed, this might be a good in- investment for you. If you were someone that pulled maybe, uh, what, well, a high, right? Maybe getting out before and trying to put your money somewhere, if you see another opportunity, makes sense. Because I'm sure he's going to take that cash and he's going to wait for, what I believe is going to happen is we're going to go into a recession. And I think that's what he's doing. He's like, let me pull out my cash right now to save it and keep it somewhere. And then when we go into recession, there's going to be so much asset that I can purchase at a discount. And I think that's the reason why he's doing it right now. Mm. Um, and also mm. due to the fact that the bailout, right, which I, also another element I want to talk about, um, because a lot of these airlines were getting bailouts from the government and there's no free there's no free meal. If you're taking money from the government, there's gonna be strings attached to it. And a big investment investor like Warren Buffett and his company, right? They want to control of that company. They don't mm. want to invest in a company where the government is dictating so many different things.
3: Mm. But then
0: pulling out, they don't have to deal with the headaches of the government. Because I think the government's saying that they're gonna give around 25 billion first grant to um to, to airline companies, but then afterwards they're gonna give them another 25 billion which is going
3: to it's be their
2: It's in the US. Yeah. And, and, and really, apparently,
0: US, apparently yeah, US. they're still going to go ahead with the layoffs.
3: So despite which, that, that yeah. uh, funding, they're still going to let people go. Yeah.
2: Like we heard recently, Virgin mm-hmm. Atlantic last week, 3,000 jobs. They've stopped their um, Gatwick um, operations completely.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which I can, which is, because remember the 9 right? 9-11 when people stopped flying during that period of time. This was something similar, right? The government gave a bailout, but it wasn't, it was a bailout slash investment. But the government told airlines that for them to receive that bailout, they have to make a lot of cuts. They have to reduce their costs and they treated them like a private, like they were like a private equity um firm. And they were like, you need to reduce your costs. We'll give you this money, but you need to show that you can pay us back. We want to purchase some of your shares at a reduced price. And the government made a crazy amount of money from airlines based on that. Now, if you're Warren Buffett and you're knowing that the government is ideal, you, you don't want to be involved in that. You don't want you don't want to deal with that sort of company, right? Going to a meeting and telling telling them, because previously, if you were to go to a meeting with Warren Buffett, right, he owns 10% of some of these, his voice is loud, right? But when the government's already given 20 billion, 50 billion, whatever amount, their voice is louder and they dictate and they might not want it. They might not want the business to be ran a certain way for just profit. They might want to. It to be ran for more social responsibility Social responsibility. i think that's what we're seeing right now right a lot of the investments that the governments are doing is really for social like keeping people in jobs firstly is what they're trying to do so that they don't have a recession which is good right but then are they just putting a plaster over a massive wound which is going to sooner or later erupt and people are going to lose their jobs and if people start to lose their jobs will people be flying Again, that's another impact with the airline Mm company. So, it's a tough one, right? So, do you guys feel like the the yeah the the, the bailouts? Or do you feel like they shouldn't? What do you guys think about these bailouts?
2: Well, the bailouts are interesting because if we take Virgin, Virgin Atlantic as an example, the government rejected their um,
1: request.
2: Request, but they gave, but yet they gave six hundred million loan to EasyJet, a budget airline. And you know Richard Branson, I think of his own money across his companies is invested in two hundred and fifty million, but he's not willing to loan money to Virgin Atlantic because he doesn't know if he's going to see that money repaid in addition, he's trying to offer neck island um his island as collateral as collateral to the loan, but we've already seen in the short in the short space of time he's not really thriving in this area in terms of trying to get that bailout from the government for a number of reasons, number one. His the public perception of him. He's not a UK taxpayer, as he lives uh, um, in the British Virgin Islands. There's also the case of where how, how much how much
3: does he pay? How much does he paying taxes? Do you know?
2: I'm not sure how much he pays in taxes. Or what's his rate? Should I say? Okay. Um, I'm not sure, but also the fact that he sued the NHS a number of years ago, and because <laughs> the fact that the NHS has got such a pivotal role in this pandemic, mm. people don't feel that he should be getting a bailout. Why should you get a bailout if you're suing? You sued the, well, the government NHS for or whatever in the past but now you want us to help you mm. so it's it's not really good but then the fact is if people don't see beyond him as a person remember there are thousands of jobs at stake
1: because exactly. if they go
2: bust there are thousands of people across the globe that will be impacted and we've seen in the you know, last in the last 12 months obviously Thomas Cook, Flybe um, and other airlines that have you know they're in the airline industry that have been negatively impacted by um by the companies going bust so it's interesting
1: yeah i think just to build on that that point especially around richard Branson, i think this is what i find interesting about that is how i think for the last maybe three five years you've heard a lot about brands and now founders of companies coming to the forefront and being a visual representation of the brand and typically it's added to more positive news because for example if you look at tesla um Elon must be in the CEO. People have a real love and um, admiration for him as an individual, which is why they back the companies that he works in now Richard Branson is also someone who has been hugely successful and people know him as being a billionaire doing the things how he's done it in a very cool way, like his book The Virgin, The Virgin Way, et cetera. I've read that one that's really good. But I think this is where you have the flip side of it where sometimes if you're almost too successful. From a public perception standpoint, people just assume that you've got lots of money and everything. And on, on a fact basis, okay, you're extremely wealthy compared to a larger portion of the population. On, on paper. On paper, on paper. Maybe not in, in liquid terms. But then this can have a detrimental effect on your on your business. Because if you think EasyJet, I think if people in the general public think about EasyJet, there's no figurehead in their mind. You see so Thanos, many- isn't
2: it? Not Thanos, what <laughs> is
1: that? Stavros, I think. That's, 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 yeah, that's so, it, yeah. but he's not someone who's at the forefront of people's minds because I think he's very behind the scenes now, and I think he even got ousted to a certain extent. But then, with these companies, you have people really at the forefront. It's difficult to 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 ask for these uh, these bailouts. And I mean, Virgin could be a really good business, and the government. I didn't actually know about that NHS situation, Daniel, that you just mentioned. So, mm-hmm. um it, it's tough. My personal view is a bailout if a company has actually been well managed in the previous years up to that situation. Um, And now they're in a downturn because of something that completely wasn't in their control. And something like the COVID-19 global pandemic where travel has been significantly reduced because governments are enforcing these rules where Mm. people aren't allowed to fly. If you're in a bad situation because of that, but you've managed yourself well in the previous years, I personally think you should get a bailout because it's not your, your fault that things have... That the, the outside circumstances have fallen apart yeah. so much, and the government the, is the one that's enforced. Yeah, I also, uh, yeah. I also that, think,
3: like conceptually, um, oh, lost the train of my thought. Um Oh, Daniel, go ahead. It'll come to no, me. I was going to
2: say, but at what point then, sure? Do you think com- um, the government should stop bailing out? Because Virgin won't be the first and last instance of during mm-hmm. this pandemic, a number of companies yeah. will want some sort of bailout, and yeah. you know, the government haven't got unlimited money. Sure so 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 what do you think if the, you know it can't be one rule for one and then another rule for everyone else yeah but no. obviously they have to but obviously they have to be cognizant of the fact that with airline and in airline industry we need operators to be operating to also bring people in for tourism because a lot of money that the government gets is through tourism
3: mm-hmm. yeah, I think I'm, it's uh, going be no it's, it's actually to this point I was actually going to okay, say okay. i think I think uh conceptually a I think the government has to then assess on um, how that company's sort of adding value to society. So mm-hmm. I think I think Olu mentioned in the sense of um, if if every bailout should be looked at differently because the times are different and also the event as to why you sort of were in a downturn is also different. I think bailouts today should actually come with certain terms. Um, really- so there should be perhaps more social responsibility. Um, if the company is willing to accept that, um, that's something that you can actually evidence to the public on, on the long run. We've been able to sort of produce... You know, so much value for the for the society, um, which justifies us having been paid out. But I don't think it should just be something you should just receive just because of perhaps even the the the, the nature of this black swan. Um, so I think I think the term should be different, um, yeah. and that should be also communicated to people like us so we can understand why uh, companies are receiving so much. Because in the end of the day, um, as we know, you t- you spoke about strings being attached. Ultimately. Um taxpayers are obviously having to foot the bill, and it's only going to be a slow incremental increase in taxes at a lo- at a later stage because of what's happening now.
0: Exactly. I think it's you gotta make sure that there's some sort of return, right? You don't wanna give these companies a bailout, and then two years, three years later you get a letter just saying thank you. you They're hear? not the banks. Yeah, yeah. It's not, yeah, it's no, not but, at the end of the day, I've... yeah, gone.
2: No, I was gonna say, but I think don't think Virgin are looking for a bailout. They're looking for a loan, a commercial loan, which they want to pay back. Yeah. So yeah. it's not the fact that they're not, they're not on the brink of going bust that they need. So
0: for money, me, Virgin. if it's a loan, no matter the, your views about the owner of the company, I believe you should work out a term, which is going to give you a return that you're happy with. And then, yeah, feel free to give that loan, right? Just the same way you give a loan to an individual. Um, if the person can show that they, can pay back that loan. So they need to provide some sort of plan, right? In the 9-11, they had to come with a plan of how were they going to reduce their costs to be able to afford to pay back the loan. Um, It's just sad because we are going to go into a recession and I think we're trying to avoid it as much as possible. And a lot of times we're telling companies, we're going to give you a grant where we don't want you to lay off your employees. But as soon as that grant is over they're going to have to lay off employees. We just but, slow yeah. down that process, right? Volumes are not going to pick up to the just, place. Just kicking
2: just kick the bin down the road. Yeah,
0: it's not going to... Volumes are not going to get to the place. I think this has taught us, and hopefully we learn from it, is how much liquidity do you need to have in your company? How much cash do you need to have in your company, right? So that you can truly survive that period of time.
1: Mm.
0: But, but in, if we just switch away wait. from this... Yeah, go on.
2: I was just going to say, imagine the economic questions at university in 10 years time during oh. 2020 <laughs> this balance sheet no, they'll be mad <laughs> yeah.
0: we're gonna learn from it hopefully but um switching away from this right if you guys think about just airlines in general how do you think it's going to change because i'm seeing articles that are saying now when you fly you need to have a mask on do you feel like they're going to start doing they tech may actually more? Just really
3: cheaper. quickly, to, they actually they may actually take out uh, some of the seats in inside the carrier. Mm-hmm. So, they can't. They can't do that.
2: They will lose money because the, the volume. margin. Well, the, yeah, the way margin they make the money, is, on, yeah. the way they make the money on the, the profit margin is so is so it's small. Is on
3: the variability pricing the seats.
0: It's, they it's, can it's, reduce the seats, but they're going to have to increase the price of flights. Maybe flying is not going to be such a common attractive. Yeah, common thing. Maybe it's going to start to be for people that can afford like. The more higher class right if tickets the, become more expensive yeah but but why but why wouldn't you why was it not a good idea
3: to take out the seats if you take out every so two too every expensive, too expensive for them
0: because they be make money unless you're going to charge those the 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 money you're going to make off those seats to the rest of the the um the people flying then you're going to lose too much money to make on your margin on that flight
3: but but their entire cost base is going to change post covid 19 so their their whole uh, financial model would would, would effectively be different. I I do I do see and ultimately like um you're never gonna get the same margins again. But mm. you can't you can't leave them as they are and say okay everyone fill up fill up their carriers now let's fly again like but,
2: so- even, even even with them even when I I don't like traveling by air so to speak because the air is just recycled air
1: mm-hmm. and I always
2: find that my nose is blocked during the flight get off you might have a cough a bit or something because there's always one person who sneezed and hasn't covered their mouth
3: right, you're, like a, always, you're, like, a, you're but... like a you're like a you're like a patient when we fly boy. you're you need
1: like a hospital bed if you're if you're on a flight with daniel and there's any turbulence you're in for a ride <laughs> In for a ride, that's all the, the in flight entertainment you need. You don't but, but, need but, but the thing is,
3: to Daniel's point, right? Uh, it wasn't hygienic before, it's certainly not going to be hygienic now. Yeah. So, back to Olu's point, how do we basically get around without flying? This is really the question.
0: <laughs> it's really what Literally it is like awesome transport, right? Well, yeah, but they will have the same problem. So, is it going to be a situation where we're just going to be driving? Or, yeah, or, but how do, and... I, how do I go to the Philippines? How do I enjoy that?
2: <laughs> you, go, you go on Zoom, you get a virtual background.
3: <laughs> <laughs> or Google.
1: Google,
2: Or you get um, a pen pal and then you create. You yeah, start I think, FaceTime.
1: But I, I think, uh, at least from what, I, what I've observed, uh, just reading articles and everything, I think until there's a vaccine, so especially, specifically with coronavirus, mm. until there's a vaccine, I think people will just be a bit apprehensive about flying to a different country. I think younger people... That's a people, whole other conversation. It's another conversation, but then at least, but then I think younger people who are on paper seen as less risky, maybe they're not around as many people who are at risk. Mm-hmm. Maybe more inclined to cash in on the fact that people aren't flying as much. So maybe I can go to a place I've always been wanting to go, and it may be a bit cheaper than than usual. But um I think pre pre vaccine travel will be pretty much dead, and I think a lot of it will just be maybe domestic travel. People will be going into Nicer parts of the country in the UK here in stock here in Sweden people probably go to the south where it's a bit more um nicer to be outside. But until then, I see I think it's difficult for a lot of people to start travelling again. Speaking of
3: vaccines, um shout out to my boy Paul Hudson, CEO of Sanofi. He's actually <laughs> you like, shout um, us on here. He's he's now on like so many channels speaking on what the company's doing to basically build um vaccines. He's confident he's confident they will actually um, they'll develop one. It takes about twelve to eighteen months. Um, but, yeah, that's probably a, a discussion for another episode. I know Daniel's got, I think, some some I've theories got, that got, he wants to share.
2: I saw, I, I, I've, got a lot to, I've got a lot to say on the back <laughs> team. But, anyway... Yeah, but shout-out
3: to Paul Hudson. I see you. I see you working. You're looking tired, but keep going. Send me my <laughs>
2: check. But it's interesting because yeah. even with even right now with airlines or travel restricted, I remember I saw something, I saw a tweet the other day. I don't go on Twitter. i got Twitter, but I don't use it. I saw a screenshot of someone's tweet. And they said yeah, I left my j- I lived in the states. I left my job of like six years. I left for backpacking in Europe. Now I'm stranded in Italy.
3: No, I think it's a no, no it. No, 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 it's, it's not. It's, it's, it's the lie. truth. Because I think they were thinking about think
2: about it this. Way. It's a lie. It's a lie. would do no, it. No, wait, wait,
3: wait, 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 wait P. How many people just to
2: make jokes? No 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 no, 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 no. But how many people leave their jobs to go backpacking, especially at the start of the year? New Year, new challenge. True, 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 true. And now there's a world. But they gave them
0: enough time to. They gave them enough time to leave. They, but, they give them opportunity to but live. If,
2: but, oh, oh I thought that this person sold the house as well. But, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's true or not, but if it's true... Because also, it's not two, 2000,
3: be 2020 sounds like it's just a nice number. So you, you see as, okay, this is the year I'm going to do something decade. Completely different. Yeah. A new <laughs> decade. Let's travel for the first six
0: months. Oof. Oh God, I had the other plans for you. No. So, um no, I think it's... The, uh... <laughs> only when relig- religious. <laughs> Uh, we're all going <laughs> to learn the <laughs> hard way. You're going to learn today. <laughs> um, uh, so for me, I think um I just, I never see the volume probably reaching what it previously was. Um I think companies are going to reduce oh, but their, their people travel. Are, people, people are fickle. Pe- it
3: will go so back I, to the volumes. As so you get a vac- discussion, whispers of a vaccine, whether it's actually
0: true or not, people yeah. say, well, you know, because people, listen, people are dying to go away. Yeah. No, 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 so In terms of for leisure, yes, your personal travel, I think that will go back to how it was. In terms of businesses, I think businesses have seen a drop. If I look at mm-hmm. the company that I work for, we've seen a massive drop in our travel and living expense, right? Um, TNL expense, right? So we've said, do we do we need to continuously fly? Sometimes you have a meeting where you could do on Zoom, etc. I think flying now will be reserved to only client-facing or Customer-facing, vital um, travel versus just more traveling for meetings, business meetings here and there. But we'll see. We will see. We I will think see. I, I personally, I personally make
3: a case for more private jets. That's my case. A bit more private travel. <laughs> uh, you affordable. know, I think I think companies should start to um, consider. You know, letting some of their interns, some of the young boys, you know, jump on those private jets and fly oh, around, get an experience. You just started working again. Let's calm down about private jets. No, yeah. I've, I've been in I've been in the company for a couple of years now. I'm just saying, you know, it's a bit more a bit more intimate, you know what I mean? It's a bit more safe. So no. Shiro, back back me up for this, man. Let's put a business no. case in. <laughs> no, no man, this I'm is be, uh,
0: this has really been a good chat, guys. Um, I think we should wrap up because we're on 37 minutes and I know was had a tough day so
1: it's not been tough
0: it's been a bit long do you want to do you want to tell us or should we have a call afterwards do you want to no no
1: no no, I'm good now I'm now. I'm happy because once this uh, podcast recording is in the bag there's only one hour left okay Dan
0: you want to wrap up (laughs) you're (laughs) mute. he's 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 frozen
3: he's
0: He's, he's he's frozen
3: frozen.
2: gotcha (laughs) 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 so thank you all for listening to episode 53 of Tate Flat Podcast we hope you've enjoyed it We'd love to hear your thoughts um, on this episode and any future topics you'd like us to, to cover. With that said, have a great week, great weekend, stay safe, God bless, peace.
3: And fifty four is going to be a banger.
0: Take off.